0: What do you make of these astounding promises that Jesus makes about prayer? For example, this is John fourteen, thirteen to fourteen. Jesus said, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask for me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Now sounds like Jesus is promising to answer all of our prayers yes and to give us whatever we ask of him. Is that what this means? Does Jesus tell us that this is what he will do? I think we struggle with passages like this because we hear mixed messages about God. First, we know that God, well, he's not our answer machine, vending out whatever we happen to order at the time. This can't be true because that would put God under our control, always on the hook for us. We know that God is not a machine, and that he does not move at the impulse of our will. So what is Jesus telling his disciples, and what does he want us to see? Let's go to our scripture passage for today. This is Luke chapter 11, verse 9 to 10. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. Again, this is Luke eleven nine to 10. Now, these are the words of Jesus from our scripture text this past Sunday. It sounds like a promise similar to the one that I read from the Gospel of John just a few moments ago, but I think it's even more expansive. God will give you whatever you ask of him. God will always let you in. You will always find what you seek. But this does not square with reality. Years ago, the Jim Carrey movie entitled Bruce Almighty was released. It tells the story of a man that God gives godlike power to. At one point in the movie, Bruce, with his new powers, becomes tired of answering people's prayers, so he decides to say yes to all requests. Everyone prays that their lottery ticket will be the winning number and they all actually win. It's not a pretty moment. It would not be a good thing if God always said yes. You see, Jesus' statements are always in the context of having God as your father. Loving fathers don't give everything to their kids. They may be tempted to spoil them. But they know that this isn't going to be healthy for them. Like Bruce in the movie, we may give them things because we think it'll make life easier for us. Or we may be able to stop their constant asking. But God is our perfect Father. He's loving in all that he does. He is even willing to bring difficulty into our lives out of love for us to accomplish his purposes in us and in the world. I think of this as I think of the story of Joseph, the son of Jacob. As a young boy, his father Jacob favored him. This favor pumped up Joseph, giving him an unhealthy view of himself, and it also split up the family. Soon, it became everyone against Joseph. As a result, Joseph was sold into slavery and ended up in Egypt, and after some time, in an Egyptian prison. Surely, Joseph prayed for freedom along the way, You know he cried out to God. But God had other purposes for Joseph. He planned for the saving of many lives, even the saving of the members of his own family. In the process, Joseph was humbled, and God worked through him to bring life to many people. This is the way our stories work as well. If you look at other biblical characters, you'll see a similar trajectory to their life stories. For example, David, though chosen by God, spent many years as a fugitive in the wilderness. Clearly, the Lord loves David. So why would God ordain this to be part of his story? We just don't understand. Likely, David couldn't make sense of it either. Or maybe we think of the Apostle Paul. Though his aim is faithfulness, he seems to spend years in the desert, waiting for a long time. And he later he's in prison. What is he to do with that? Doesn't he deserve better from the Lord? He's been such a faithful servant. Now you too are living a story. Likely you have not moved directly from longing to fulfillment, but instead you feel you're in the wilderness at times, far from where you want to be. Why does God have you there? As for Joseph and David and Paul... God was working, and yet you don't feel the Lord is answering your prayers right now. Why not? Well, you're in the middle of your story. You feel like you're in the middle of the desert. Why would God have you there? Well, in the desert, it is just you and God. God takes everyone he loves there. Even Jesus was there, and he was there more than once. You see, the aim of our prayer is most often securing what we want, and God's purpose is relationship. That me, This means that our wilderness times are meant by God to open up deep channels of communion and communication, so that God can reveal more and more of himself to you, and you can come to maturity in Christ. Now we have so much more to look at here, a lot more, but suffice it to say today that Yes, ask and God gives, seek and you will find. Thankfully, we do not have Bruce Almighty as our God, but the Lord Almighty as revealed to us in Jesus. We have a loving Heavenly Father. Yes, God answers your prayer, but he's always doing it within the context of your story, where his purpose is to redeem you and to reveal more and more of himself to you. Let's pray. Father, often we seek what we want so much more than we seek you for who you are. Help us to to use times of disappointment to find our joy in you. Let us enjoy your presence in our lives in increasing measure, for we pray in your name. Amen.